0: still thankful that jesus paid it all i was listening to uh this song on the way to church and i I was so thankful just overwhelmed thinking about that he sent his only son you know because christmas time just for us to have an example that we could overcome anything in this life i was overwhelmed with joy and, and peace and tears thinking i was so unworthy of what he's done Just
1: paid it all. All to Him I owe. Sin,
0: i left love to grant some.
2: Bible said the earth is full of his glory. Several times there are people that touch that glory through praise. And it was uh, just recently one thing God showed me. When it's raining in your part of life, it's really raining still. In the part of the life of many who just shelter themselves from the rain. They don't take advantage of the time that the rain is going to raise a crop of holiness, of righteousness, of godliness, of strength and power. He said, I want you to realize I love every one of them people down there. I care about every person on that earth. And I want you to treat them like I treat them. He said, I will come to the hurting. I will come to the sinful. I will come to them that are fallen. If they call on me. I remain an ever-present help in the time of need. Could we thank God thank you, because one day that's where we were.
0: Yes, God.
2: And he God, reached out somehow. And I can tell you there is a revival being rained on thank right you, now. God. And Sweet I think grace. we ought to praise him for the realization that we don't have to see it. Oh, we go God, by faith.
1: Thank you Father, to white. the hurting,
2: to the weary, to oh, the vagrants,
1: God,
2: to those that have never known much at all about you. Oh, we are so thankful for the rain. We appreciate your spirit that is so alive in this city. So alive across this area. And I thank you tonight for the spirit of healing. And we are going to take these names tonight before your throne. Deborah Gifford. Bobby Markham, Sharon Gifford, Tayton, a ten-year-old with leukemia, Johnny Fair, Cindy Nunez, Brittany Wise, Joey Renfro. Let's continue to pray for every preacher in this city, in this county. such an overwhelming flood tide of his mercy in this place tonight. I hope that we take total advantage of this prayer time to put our children, our grandchildren, the backsliders, also the nation of Israel, all that's going on, the economy, the political and social things that are happening. All of our area pastors, our hope and healing and deliverance are celebrated here tonight. And you are one of the greatest effects that's visible to all those people that we just mentioned. Could we stand? And if you have a need in your body or life, please feel free to come to the front. Brother Griffith, other ministers will come. Brothers and sisters, let's touch the hem of his garment. Let's let virtue flow in this house and perhaps those online. But tonight is the night of salvation. Save from sickness is a saving grace. Saved from weariness is a saving
1: grace. Saved
2: from mental distress
1: is a saving thing. We are believing for healing. From the top of our head to the sole of our feet. From the east of our county to the west. Lord I try
2: We are sending
1: angels you. Oh, hallelujah.
2: If you can pray in the I Holy Believe Ghost this should be a good time to do it.
0: Name, whoo, his presence is in this place. Felt it right when I walked in here, so special. We have a couple of announcements. Uh, Brother Jonathan and Melissa Hudson will be ministering this Sunday, and uh, yeah, excited for that. They have a gift in um, helping people receive the gift of the Holy Ghost they have a ministry of helping people receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And so uh, if you have anybody that you've been explaining it to or just somebody that's been interested, it might be a good service for them to come to. The 11th is our Ladies United Fellowship. Sister Cynthia Brown's our speaker. Ladies, you do not want to miss her. She's an incredible speaker. The 14th is Mommy and Me Cookie Playdate. More information is out there or on Facebook. Christmas Sunday is the 17th and then that night will be youth Sunday so you don't want to miss out on that at this time we'll take our offering thank you Jesus for the ability to get to feel your presence thank you for the freedom that we experience in the midst of your presence God I pray that you would have your way in this place God tenderize our hearts God let nobody leave this place without feeling you, feeling changed and empowered by you. I pray that you would bless these people, bless those watching in your precious name, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus name. Your kindness
1: leads me to repentance. Your goodness draws me to your side, your mercy, it caused me to be like you, your favor.
2: every one of us, his mercy has endured before we got here and since we've been here. And uh, I'd like for you to just note up here close to the front some wonderful people that we've met and shared life with all the way from Cuba. My What a thrill to have you wonderful folk here tonight. And I tell you what, they they didn't get just enough over at the family center. They came over here and worshiped God for a good while long after that. I came over here and indulged myself a little bit. It was wonderful. God is truly doing a great work, and we're thrilled to have them here. And you guys just feel free. They'll shake your hand, and they'll even smile at you. Just take your liberty. We're glad you're here. God bless you as you're seated. And thank you for the true riches of the King that you're enjoying. It's my desire that we open channels for the river of life. A lot of people get a little tributary of the Spirit and uh, they throttled up back but he said i'm going to give it to you in abundance but you have to open your faith up and your heart and your mind in order to have that now don't please don't get scared with all that writing that's going to be about three weeks of material that I want us to ingest and put into practice, receiving and distributing. So please don't try to make all of it make sense tonight, but it is truly part of our future and what God's really desiring to do in us, through us, and for us. So tonight, we will move slowly and, and at the same time, hopefully, with impact. Uh, I just am convinced that the Lord is really trying to show himself strong in behalf of them whose heart is turned toward him. That scripture has a very significant gate associated with it and that is open up our hearts open up our minds and open up to our future so those are critical statements concerning the opening door and he talks about the door that's going to be open in the last days and we understand that that's just a Swinging open of something that is meaningful, powerful, and futuristic. And so tonight, super heroism or super saint. Bunchen, anybody ever heard of that name? Tom Brady's wife. He has a much, she actually has a much higher net worth than Brady, whose net worth is around $250 million. While Giselle was earning 500 million in salary and endorsement between 2000 and 2020, Brady only earned 330 million. Combined, The two two are worth $650 million, but it don't seem like they can get along. It's an amazing thing when they broadcast stuff like that for everybody to see and hear. I'm ready for the doors to swing wide to the abundant life that Jesus Christ is offering a world that is in prison. It is indeed sad that we have gotten the idea that this means great life. They can't even stay married. It was just heralded in the news, and I just happened to stumble across it, and I thought, well, that's awesome. For clarity's sake, which do we talk about the most in true Stat? statistics, and fame. Heroes of cornality and winners of ball games and finances, etc., are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. What do we spend our time thinking about the most that will furnish us the most and give our homes the most glory, the most holiness, the most righteousness, the most peace, the most joy. I don't know about you, but I haven't increased my joy because a team won. I have celebrated with them, and I have enjoyed watching their sacrifice and their skills and their abilities. I do say that. But I am telling you there is no skill, no ability that rivals what Jesus Christ has presented to a world in need. And we carelessly, too often, savor our mind and our excitement on things of this world. God's not so against you playing a little ball and enjoying a little ball as he is in you being more excited about that than him and his presentation of life. And so we come to moments like this in which the word, the king of kings, are ministries, ministers that teach and preach true heroes. We and our offspring need great coaches now men that care mothers that care dads that study and mothers that feel the impact of a hurting child not so much physically as spiritually entangled in life's atrocities ladies and gentlemen there is still a river of peace wherein make the streams of god available to whosoever will and it is an opportunity for us to take that chapter that i've given to you on paper and to study and pray over it during the upcoming weeks not so much while i'm teaching tonight as about realizing that isaiah and, and I think I've got it a little bit deeper in here, but Isaiah, the fact that he had the ability and the privilege of doing chapter 9, but he didn't have just that privilege. We use that because it is one of the key hinges upon which the one true living God in Isaiah 9 and 6 and uh, several verses there, it's just, it's just fun, uh, a, a firm foundation So in this, we and our offspring need great coaches. Somebody say ministries. Not good looking, but make us good people. None good but one, and that is God. Mark 10 and 10. Does your family, friends, know? I remember there is no free heaven. However... There is a God that makes you free from this world. While there is no free heaven, I want to say it good and clear. Your world is being pounded with the idea that because he came, that because he lived and died, and because he rose again, and because he left his mind on paper, the Bible, because he did all of that, that all you got to say is, I accept him as Lord and plan to live in his holy city. No, he said, follow me, and I will make you over again. The word make is, I will put you in my process. And I am seeing people that absolutely are at ease in their religious setting. I am watching a world that has been invited to walk through the eastern gate, and to live in a holy city, and to live without another pain, and to live without another competition. I'm here to minister to us tonight that God is reaching down to where we live and saying, I will be your father. Father means source. I will be there. Call on me in the day of trouble. Don't try to practice what man says about me. You practice what I said about myself. I am the living water. I am the living bread. I am the bread that satisfies the need of your mind, your heart, your soul, your home, your marriage, your child-parent relationship, your job relationship. I am the bread that can give you the strength to walk uprightly and fear no evil. Could we praise him just for that much? <clears throat> studying, just reading the Bible is not the same as studying. Studying is where you learn to connect this word with this word and at the same time begin to ingest into your Spiritual mind. The Bible says spiritually minded people. In other words, what spirit created that word? What spirit lives in that word? You see, you can take a glass and put poison in it and nobody see. You could also take a glass and put water in it just by itself and it will furnish them life. They look a lot alike. Religion looks a lot alike. The difference is in the result of your relationship with the setting. By this shall all men know that you're my disciple. It's not about what church building you go to, nor the name on the church. By this shall you know that you are my disciple That you love one another. That is huge. That you love one another. And that don't stop at loving the person that you like. It don't stop at the person you enjoy doing this with and that with. He loved you while you were the worst sinner. And he expects that out of his namesake. And that is, we love our neighbor as ourselves. We love our enemies. We love those that despitefully use you. The enemy fouled up two people that had a pastor working with them every morning and every evening, and the place was called Eden, and there was nothing lacking. Nothing lacking. I mean, the wisest, smartest, most powerful, creative spirit that will ever exist. And they gave it up for monotonous routine of such heavenly victory. And suddenly, we're faced with that same devil that same deceptive spirit that says it's all right to go to church as long as you don't love everybody. It's all right to go to church as long as you talked in tongues a little bit and, and you don't have to put on the armor of righteousness. I'm trying to tell us that it is is not freedom that flesh will ever take us to it is the freedom of the holy ghost purged from every doubt purged from every fear purged from every idol purged from every false doctrine purged from all of it. And all of a sudden, you will be walking with the king, the one that can take nothing and make something out of it. Take an enemy and put him under his feet. I am teaching to us tonight, there is a way where there seems to be no way. There is a God where there seems to be no God. There is a love that seems to be no love. There is a mercy that seems to be no mercy. There is a peace that passes understanding where there seems to be no peace. I'm telling you, all we have to do is to walk in the light and live in the light and walk in the in the pattern of the worship work, work of God. And I'm going to tell you, great peace and no weapon form can prosper against that king. All we have to do is walk in the blood. We walk in the name. We walk in the Holy Ghost. We walk in the word. We don't do part-time stuff, and expect full-time pay. I'm here to preach to us tonight and teach to us tonight that the word of God is forever settled in heaven and in earth, and it didn't change up there, and he's still God up there, and he's still running the rain, he's still running the wind, he's still running everything that's going on, and he's ready to run our lives. Not ruin, but run. Philippians 1 and 14, and many of the brethren, and somebody say, in the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ of, this is not the first age that had the problem. There were religious systems way back yonder. In this setting, some indeed preach Christ of envy, some of strife, and some also of goodwill. The one preached Christ of contention. That's all this fussing and fighting that goes on even in a local church building. It's one that goes on in local United Pentecostal Church. The, the oneness group. We have 101 oneness movements because they can't get along. Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot afford to dim the vision. The vision is him alone. His life, his word, his spirit. His glory, His victory. And I am here to teach and preach to us that whatever they choose to do, we're going to love them anyhow. He loved us that way. We're not giving up on anybody. We're not making fun of anybody. We're not belittling anybody. That's not how He won us. He demonstrated a life that was so powerful that desire rose and said, I'm sick of this and I'm ready to drink from the fountain of living water and I am drink. well I'm ready to drink from the peace that passes understanding and I'm ready to live with the bread that literally gives wisdom to each day. Oh, I wish somebody'd stand and praise His name. God, we want you to know. We thank you for the bread. We thank you for the love. We thank you for the glory. We thank you for the wisdom. We thank you for brothers and sisters in Christ that have made up their mind and we're going to walk with the pitiful. We're going to walk with the powerful. We are not going to condescend to earth. I just want you to understand and see it's in the book. The one preach Christ of contention. What he's saying is that many preach Christ, but they're contending for their own ideas of Christ. That's huge stuff. And then he said, not sincerely or not wholly or not patterned, not sincerely supposing to add affliction to my bonds. The others of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. And then what then? Notwithstanding, somebody say every way. Whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. I think that is one of the most thrilling moments that today brought to me as I began to relive that It really don't make any difference how Christ shows up. Just, I'm thankful he showed up. That's huge. That is almost unthinkable. And he's showing up in a lot of different places. Because he said, I am the light of the world. And I am coming in the middle of darkness. (coughs) I know that this shall turn... To my salvation. Somebody say turn. Turn is a change. To salvation. There are a lot of people that joined the local church and they hadn't changed directions ever since then. Why do we think the battles are here? Somebody say overcome. He said many are the afflictions of the righteous. He didn't say that would be a penalty he said it would be an opportunity for you to show the God that you really serve, that you can handle an affliction, you can handle it, Paul, in jail. Paul, you can write letters out of affliction but you, because you have a God that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. I'm telling you, modern man and modern religion do not know how to control the God of heaven and they don't even yet know how to obey the God of heaven. But that that revival that's coming is people are going to look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of this whole whole show and who started this life and who's got a control handle on this life, who's got the power of death and life and he is about to open the door wider because the need is greater and that's what we want to be ready for. We want to be able to help uh, assist people that are coming in and people that are coming around and we want to be able to show them, hey, let me tell you who Jesus is. He's the rock of my salvation. He is the anchor that stands sure in the storm. I'm telling you, there's great peace in him. There's great joy in him, but we can't tell them that if we're all shook up about everything and fearful about everything and worried about everything, I'm not that way. I'm telling you, Jesus is trying to say, I am the rock of ages. I am the sure stone. I am I am the foundation of all of this stuff. I have not made a mistake. I have made a way. I'm not up against it. I've got wealth that you've never tasted nor touched. I am the glory from the beginning to the end, and everything that is to come, I am. Oh, I wish somebody would stand and praise him. You're not praising preaching. You're praising the master if I've been able to help coach you into it. I'm telling you, when you get up tomorrow, there's going to be a river of praise. Paul changed his future. Somebody say change. If Christian killing man can recognize that he turned around but then turned to look up, blinded on the road of Emmaus and he saw a great light. Just because we're blinded or confused about how slow God is, are blinded or confused about why God don't do it on my timetable, are confused or blinded about why God did let that happen to so-and-so. I'm telling you, he's looking for a people that trust him. I said, he's looking for a people that trust him. I'm telling you, it wasn't easy to trust one that was able to be taken, beaten and made fun of and then hung on a cross but brother when the final show came and he'd come out of that grave and 500 saw him ascend into the heavens it suddenly shook a little bit of the world and there were testimonies one after the other and that's what God's about to do for the UPC of Paris, Texas. He's about to let us trouble go through troubles that will give us a testimony of resurrection power and glory unspeakable filled with joy, filled with the river of love and life and glory and peace and all of the fruit of the spirit ladies and gentlemen don't you give up now you've come too far to turn back now i'm ready to fight i'm ready to fight principalities and powers and the powers of darkness and the world system but i'm not going to try to kill one person i'm here to save them just like he saved me i'm going to do everything i can to reach out with wisdom and love and kindness and joy and forgiveness and mercy and grace. I'm going to do everything I can to help us, uh, brother Garen. Would you, Garen? Would you, would you count the people here because I'll, I'm going to have you to multiply it in a few minutes? How many people are here? Those of you that are asleep, if you'll get up. Uh, <laughs> hallelujah. Going to the house of God ought to be the most fun thing we do. I'm not talking about hilarious fun like the world calls fun. I'm telling you it's fun to be a winner. I'm telling you it's fun to be able to o- overcome every deficit. I'm telling you it's fun to be able to br- cheer your brother up, to cheer your sister up, to bear one another's burden. That's fun. I'm here to tell you there's nothing greater in fun than to be able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. That's fun. I'm here to tell you I'm not letting the devil steal any more good words and put it in a in a case where it is uh, we got to go out there in the world and act up with them and get drunk and get intoxicated and become uh, a, a fan club member of some weird group. No, no, no. I am a fan club member of the bloodline, of the name, the body of Christ, the glory of the resurrection. Ladies and gentlemen, my soul is sold out. I don't have room for another leader. I've got one leader and his name is Jesus. I've got one book and his name is the word. I've got one book and it's the bloodline of the Messiah I've got one in my mind oneness is not an argument against Trinitarians oneness is proven I've got one God and he is sufficient he is able he is glorious he is altogether lovely he is powerful and there's nothing lacking in him he is my God Woo. So Paul is saying to the church, according to my earnest expectation and my hope. Somebody say expectation. What are you expecting tomorrow? What are you expecting next month? What are you expecting next year? When a mother gets expectant, she's going to live that way. There ought to be some seed in us right now that we're expecting it to fruit, come to fruitfulness. There ought to be some hope that's in us, in our womb of our spirit, that is saying, I know in whom I have believed. I know I have read the word. And I know I accepted the word. And the word is the seed that produces the glory of everything we want. Who's got that scripture? Hello? 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 Let's go a little further here while you get it. Verse 21. For me... Somebody say those next two words. To live. When you deviate to live for some Cadillac or to some futuristic event in life. No, no, no. Paul said, this is the way I get my covenant. To work and do its thing and that is I live Jesus Christ I live his love I live his mercy I live his kindness I live his gentleness I live his fruitfulness I live to do Jesus in my life I'm not apostolic because I'm apostolic I am apostolic because Jesus Christ furnished us the apostles and the apostles doctrine is what we lean on to develop our faith in Jesus. What a, what a joy. But, how many buts do we have? I mean, uh, uh, but is a conjunction. But, I what? In the flesh. And this is the fruit of my labor. Yet when it's not there yet. What I shall choose, I what not. Get all you can and can all you get. This ends it all. For me to live is Christ and to die is better than that. For me to live is Jesus Christ. And to get out of this world is better than that. Because I'm not living for money, I'm not living for fame, I'm not living for people to note me. I want you to know the records are in heaven. Uh, he is tra- he is right angels are writing your daily chart down. Uh, this is what they did, this is what they wanted, this is what they gave their sacrifice to, this is what they love more than anything else. Uh, this is it. And that's why we've got to preach the word and teach the word and live the word and walk in the word and let the word of God be a lamp into our feet and a light into our path and the glory is going to show up now but brother when the book is opened and the book is read you are going to be so glad you're never never going to have another challenge that would even begin to tempt but I am in a straight betwixt two Having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is what? And we want to stay hooked up to the world and be excited about the rapture? No, we got to make a choice. We endure the world. I'm going to be happy in the middle of what's going on just like he was in the middle of knowing they're fixing to hang me on a cross. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. But the person who walks in Christ, lives in Christ, walks and loves Christ with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, they're not worried about death because they know they are a resurrection possible. They are not worried about the future because whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. I said, whether we live or whether we die, don't you worry about dying. Don't you worry about sickness. I'm here to tell you, that's not fun to go through watching your neighbor hurt and suffer. But what we do know is if our neighbor is in Jesus Christ, a new creation, all things become possible and nothing shall be impossible because with him, all things are possible. And that is we're going to pray for healing. We're going to wait for healing. And the biggest healing is all of a sudden when all of a sudden you breathe your last breath on earth and suddenly you're breathing heavenly atmosphere. That's why we are evangels. We're not trying to get the number up in this assembly. We are trying to get the world aware of what God can do through these altars, through the preaching of the word and through the prayer meetings. Nevertheless, To abide in the flesh is more needful for you. An example. And having this confidence, I know. Somebody say, I know. In whom I have believed. I know he is able. I am not threatened by the lies of hell. Quit letting hell bother your day. I said, quit letting hell bother your day. Get Jesus back in the mind. Get Jesus between you and hell, between you and all those lies, between you and all those fears, between you and all that junk going on. Whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. I can shout on a bad day. I can shout on a good day because I've got a God that is able A God that loves me. A God that proved his love. I don't have to have another witness. I've got the witness. Perfect love hath what? Somebody say perfect love hath no fear. So we're not going to sit around in some cave. Poor little me. Poor little me. And some precious saint comes and says, What's wrong? Oh, you don't have time to hear it. Poor little me. I just need some flesh attention. I just need somebody to attend me and and give me this and I've been so hurt and I've been so disappointed and I've had this crisis and I've had that crisis Uh, would you like to take a look at Jesus the author and the finisher of life would you like for me to help take you to a place where you can stand on firm ground and not be shaken not soon shaken not shaken by the wind not shaken by the weather not shaken by forecasters, not shaken by enemies, not shaken by death. Uh, Would you like for me to take you to an empty grave and tell you about why I am in Jesus Christ a new creation and all things are becoming new by the day because his word is sprouting into fruitful spirits. I worry about people that have to work hard for years. And I, I lied just then when I said I worry about them because I know why they're there. So I, I really don't spend a lot of time worrying. I just, I use that because that's what people say. And I, I'm, I'm embarrassed. Because I'm not going to spend my time worrying. No. Worry is a doubt. By faith, you overcome that doubt. That's why we pray. We don't pray to God to just, oh God, now look, my bank account's getting a little low, and I, you know I'd like to have a little stingray out there in the carport, and, and I'd like to have a new boat like Pastor Meyer, and I'd, I'd like to have one like some of y'all, and... devil is a liar and the father of them all and if you want to know if I'm preaching to you yes and if it's bothering you it's all the more multiple he disturbed religion religion tried to get rid of him But his namesake followed him. We sang it years ago. Where he leads. Brother Ronnie, can you sing a little of that? Me, I. Come on, some of you know it. Sing it. Would you say all the way again? I'm not camping out in this dilemma. I'm not camping out. I'm not building my headquarters over here in this fear factor. I am walking with the resurrection. I am walking with truth that frees you. It may be that there may be a day that you feel incarcerated And there may be a day that you feel like nobody loves you. But I can tell you the one that is important loves you. He loved you while you were a sinner. I said, he loved you while you were a sinner. That ought to bring a shout of praise to the master. Because he got us out of a dilemma. Because without love, it is true hell. responsibility of the pastor shepherd is to create awareness and future by knowledge and by power. It's not an obligation for a pastor to make everybody happy he preaches what they want to hear. No. The shepherd Goes out in the middle of the night. Somebody say the night when there's lost sheep, when there's crying sheep. He goes out in the middle of frustrations and disappointments. Those are nighttime events. It's hard to see when you're disappointed. It's hard to see when people don't do what you think and know they should be doing. I said, there's a lot of Temptation in all of that because the shepherd has got to go out there in those dark nights those dark moments of doubt those dark moments of feeling like the pastor don't love them like the pastor don't care anything about them like the pastor don't know how to do this and he don't do that that's a lot of frustration and it's a lot of darkness but I'm here to tell you that when you can see a little ray of hope in some little sheep's eye or look at a sheep out there somewhere in the middle of the night and he's looking around where is my shepherd? where is the preacher? where is the word? where is the Holy Ghost? where is the bloodline? where is the peace that passes understanding? and that's why we come together and assemble ourselves in the house of God. And the preaching of the word begins to drive out all the fears and the doubts and the brotherhood and the sisterhood become one and united. Because when you have a catalyst, uh, I say, Brother Garin, would you come here and help me? I don't guess you probably have a million dollars on you tonight, do you? want you to look at this. Old grandma prayed for this old boy. And look where he's standing. I can tell you she fought some battles. I can tell you she wanted you here quicker. She wanted you more blessed quicker. But I can tell you she would not give up. She didn't give up her shout because things didn't work out when she wanted and how she wanted. And a lot of things but aren't you glad tonight that we got a light that she lit her faith in God raised up a grandson and said, son, I'm going to leave some prayers behind. And I'm going to leave a revival behind. And I'm going to go on to the holy city. But I want to tell you something, Garrett. You hang on, bub. I'm here to talk on. I'm telling you, she left a revival down here. She left a light on down here. Motel 6 don't have a right on that. I'm here to tell you that she has a light on right now in this church. Jeff, you know, it'd probably be nice if you joined him. But I want you to be a light right over there. Guess what? There was an old grandpa and a grandma that said we won't give up. Don't you give up on your kids because they're not where you want them to be yet. Look where these two guys are. Oh, Sister Mary Lou, we've got to have a feminine situation over here. Everything's not perfect yet. There's a lot of darkness that surrounds this wonderful lady. There's a lot of moments that things come her way that she don't have a clue as to why it's going that way. Why this is going that way and why this don't happen that way. Am I telling a lie or am I telling the truth? Okay. Keep the light on. Stand fast in the faith. Don't you give up. Don't you turn loose. You hold on. You're an anchor to about 10,000 people out yonder. You have no idea how many people are influenced by each one of you. I'm here to tell you some of them know the history of your life. And they understand that without God it was impossible. But with God all things are possible. And nothing shall be impossible. I'm preaching to somebody tonight. Stand fast. Have the anchor. Why don't you pray for a neighbor? Why don't we stand all over the building and pray for a neighbor right now? God, don't let them give up. God, don't let them give up the faith. Let the faith that was once delivered to the saints. If you can pray in the Holy Ghost, this is the time to do it. We are letting the champion loose. Ooh. You tell me, I'm telling you, the angels of hell are trembling right now because you have gathered together in twos and threes. I want you to plead the blood of Jesus over those people you had had your hand in right now. I want us to plead the blood of Jesus over our church family. I want us to plead the blood of Jesus over I want us to plead the blood of Jesus over our parish and county. I want us to plead the blood of Jesus because it's the blood that cleanses. It's the blood that gives life. It's the blood that gives wisdom. It's the blood that gives energy. It's the blood Hallelujah. Please be seated for a few more minutes and then the singers are going to come and the responsibility of the pastor or shepherd is to create awareness. Awareness is just as much about danger as it is about future. There are so many people living in a restricted life because they're not aware of their own capabilities and what they could do by faith. Others think they can do whatever they want to and get by with it because they've seen a few people do that. So awareness has a twofold setting and so I, I put that up there the best I could. John, 1 John 3, marvel not, my brethren, if the world hates you. Why in the world would we even think about letting up on our relationship with God to appease somebody out there in the world when it's only the light that's going to illuminate their dark world? Why would we want to try to become part of their system when that system has failed so miserably? Why would we not want to dress and think and talk like the Bible even hints that it could be an addition? It could be a possible it could be a future and that's what people are looking for right now they are seeing dead-end streets in cancer and in marriage divorces and hate systems in the world they are seeing locked gates in their world But there is a freedom at Calvary. If we can get them to understand, we did not start out to run the race. We started out to finish the race. We didn't come here to start. We came here to get what we needed to make it through the whole system called hell. I'm telling you, hell is breaking loose in your neighbors and neighborhood. And you are about the only water that can put out the doubts and the fears and the frustrations and the inhibitions and all of that junk that is crowding the minds of good people. They look just like Jesus. They just haven't learned to act like him. I said they were made in his image. They look just like Jesus, but they don't know how to act like him. They do not understand the principle of laying your life down so that the spirit can raise you up. And it's the spirit that gives you power to overcome. And overcoming is a witness. And that's what the money bearers don't realize. They think they can buy their way to fame. No, their fame often gave them some money, but that money can't make their marriage work. We know. Somebody say, we know. We have passed from death unto life because We what? Can you find somebody around to tell them you love them? Not because you like them. You may not like them at all, but you can love them. He didn't like the way I lived, but he loved me, in spite of. That's where people get it goofed up. Won't you musicians come and give us all some hope? I'm about tired of preaching. They're about tired of listening. Whosoever hateth his brother. Doesn't mean because you got a good reason. Jesus had a good reason not to come to your house. Am I in a Baptist church? I mean, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if Jesus is operating this temple. Come on. I said, if Jesus is operating my voice. Yeah. Yes. If Jesus is operating my thinking. I care about every one of those people. Because like yes. yes. I was one of them. Jesus. I said, I was one of them. He called me. Bus driver. He said, "I want to make something special out of you." I can't tell you how many busloads of kids him and his wife have brought to this assembly. I looked at that old bus here a while back and I thought about it all. I don't know how it's going to be when we crank it back up. <laughs> that brought a brought a rousing uh, amen. We got some little kids all over the w- different places in the world that rode that bus. Yeah. he painted them his wife and some of the others. I can't remember everybody that rode that bus and got weary and got worn out and <laughs> those kids like to took all of your glory and victory but at the same time. but I used to run a bus, so I, I understand that. We're so glad you're here. Stand up and show these people that big smile. Look at it. Yeah. Let, look, look at that old, uh, ugly people over there. We're so glad y'all are here. Be sure and let him know. We're glad y'all are here. We're going to be your brothers and sisters. And uh, can you thank God enough for brotherhood and sisterhood? Sure. My brother got on my nerves a lot. My four sisters got on my nerves. But I guess what? I got on theirs. Right. But we finally started getting along. Yeah. You go to church long enough with people, you start getting along if you love them. Right. That's the way it works. Line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. We are changed into His image. Hereby perceive we the love of God because He laid down His life for us and we ought to lay our life down for Him. And for who? The brethren. But whosoever Hath this world's goods, seeth his brother have need, and shuts up his bowels of compassion. From him how dwelleth the love of God in him. I would refuse, if I were you, to make fun of anybody that looks like Jesus. I would be very careful about expecting a revival if you couldn't love your enemies. We were all enemies of the cross. I can't thank God enough for saving an old man like you. (laughs) What a blessing you've been to our city. What a blessing you've been to my life. He probably won't ever tell you about it, but he and I look like dirt trying to help Bible school days down in Houston. We had to come in the back door of the hotel to keep from feeling like we had to be kicked out. I wouldn't take for those days. We can't recreate them, but we can create new ones now when you look in the mirror if you're not careful you'll say man you're too old but you're not too far gone no no. could we stand as they sing we're not going to shut up our bowels of compassion we're going to love the lost we're going to love the backsliders we're going to love the hypocrites. We're going to love just like He loved. Yes. And we are going to save people just like He saved you and I. Is there anybody that would like to slip down to the front as they sing and spend about two or three minutes, five minutes, travailing for somebody in your neighborhood? Somebody in your sphere of living. Because when Zion travails, sons and daughters will be born. Until then, there will be no births. When Zion travails, sons and daughters are going to be born. It's not just travailing at the house of God. We practice here. I need you now. across this part of Texas
1: I could, I could we are going to Canopy I'm on your with travail
2: with tears
1: on your
2: with joy
1: with righteousness of ages I'm standing on your faithfulness you hurt your children Name. Thank you, Thank Jesus you for Jesus together. Thank oh, you for God, up. you were worthy. You, are. you heard your children. God, my God, I need you. Oh, God, my God, I need you now. How I need you now. Oh, 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 rock, oh, rock of ages, I'm standing on your
2: seed for revival, the seed for church growth is when Zion travails, sons and daughters will be born. So I'm asking you to take five minutes somewhere between now and Sunday before Brother Hudson and them get here. And it would be nice if you could afford five minutes a day to travail over our city, our children, wayward friends and family, and just travail. Because when Zion travails, they may not all come through on this coming Sunday. But if we start, there's a good chance that as the Sunday matures, But even if that don't happen, it will happen because he said it so. When Zion travails, sons and daughters will be born. So let's ask God to help us with our prayer the next few days particularly. Hopefully it will extend, but at least for the next few days. God, would you give us a passion? Give us the vision. Of seeing I'm people see pray through the Holy Ghost. For the seeing people resurrected by faith you, Lord. from routine religion. I'm going to see a victory. I'm, I'm going to
1: see
2: a victory. We're believing you for absolute for victory,
1: child. In upcoming Lord. weeks, I'm going to see a victory. Bless you. And you turn it for good, you Have turn hand. it for good, yes. you take what the enemy. enemy meant for evil and, and you, you turn, turn it for good You turn it for good You take You what the enemy, enemy meant for evil And, and you turn, turn it for good, good. So You turn, turn it for good You take You take, take you'd what the enemy, enemy meant for and evil For evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you. What the enemy meant for evil. You just take it, Lord. And you turn it for Lord, good. you just take it all. You turn it for good. You just take it all by desire, Lord. Yes, you take the trials, you God. Take what the enemy meant for evil. You take the tribulation, God, and you, and you turn it for, good. It for my good. You, you turn, turn it for your glory, for God. You turn it for good. You, you take what, what the enemy, enemy turn it for good. You turn it for good. Lift it up. You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. A victory. I'm gonna see my victory. For the battle belongs to, love. It all belongs to you. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle I'm gonna see a victory in all. I'm gonna see a victory in my family to see a victory in my workplace. Oh, yes, Jesus. Oh there is none like our God Oh there is none like our God Sing it out there is none like our God Every knee has to bow down every tongue has to cry out Oh God!